Hello everyone and welcome back to the Rainbow Dice Club. We are an LGBTQ2IA actual play D&D podcast. My name is Lex. My pronouns are they, she. I'm the dungeon master for this campaign and I am accompanied by four wonderful, lovely humans who are going to introduce themselves. Hi, I am Ariana. My pronouns are she, her. I play Alara Spinelspark, whose pronouns are also she, her. Hi, I'm Supriya, or Zoop. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Ziva, whose pronouns are also she, her. And if you're in the mood for an exotic pet, please contact me for either A, the encouragement to get the pet, or B, all of the reasons why you shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is Dusty. My pronouns are she, they. I play Ivy Nightbreeze Tinker Fay. Her pronouns are she, her. And... Um, if you're sending things to people, just send me possum shit, please. Not actual possum shit, like possum <laughs> photos. And I would like to point out, you can get a possum. Hello, everyone. My name is Wayra. My pronouns are she, they, and I play Varys, whose pronouns are he, they. And we're all in a really fucking silly mood tonight. We Help are. us. Silly, goofy mood. This week, we're shouting out Shout Crow Press and their new solo journaling game, Body to Die For. It's about a trans necromancer trying to use their magic to live a fully realized life before they succumb to undeath. Engaging with a cast of undead companions and mentors over 52 individual prompts, players can explore the sometimes uncomfortable liminal space between a transgender body and soul. Follow them at Shout Crow Press on Twitter and see our show notes for the links. Before we get started, here are some content warnings. Today's episode includes abandonment, complex family relationships, emotional distress, fantasy violence, panic attacks, profanity, reference to kink relationships, and religious cults. Last time, we saw the group head over to the Scientific Guild in Dragon's Nest. Alara fell right into her element of talking with other researchers and other scientists and actually ended up meeting the founder of the guilds in the country of Oria, Alessandra Delange, who was incredibly interested in all of what the group had been doing in the mines regarding portals and different beings and magic being trapped inside of stones. We come back as the group is leaving the guild, ready to reconcile all of their information and move forward with their investigations. All right, so we are joining the group as they are leaving the Tarek Astrum Guild. Alara being bombarded with a lot of emotions at this moment. Everyone else kind of having the weight of the day already hitting them. It's around 2, 3 p.m., give or take. You guys have a solid four hours, really, before nightfall. What is the, is it hot? What is the temperature outside? Like, how does it feel when we walk outside versus being inside the, um, inside the place? So inside it's kind of, you know, that feeling when you're in a, in a contained space of kind of like stale air that's kind of been in there for a while. That's the kind of feeling that you get inside of this guild. And then when we come outside, there is a light, there's a nice light breeze. It's a little bit crisper outside. It's a little chilly. It's a sunny day. It's a clear skies day. It's going to be a great night for the tip for the falling stars. Clear night for that. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So I think as soon as we get outside of the door and she feels kind of the fresh air on her, on me, my breath is going to get kind of caught up in my chest and I'm going to kind of usher everybody. I think I'm walking very quickly. I'm still hot, so I'm shrugging off my jacket and it's it's very hard for me to catch my breath right now. And I feel like my chest is, my heart is pounding out of my chest. And once I get maybe, I don't know, 20 or 30 feet away from the building, um, are you all like following, like right behind me mm-hmm. or? Yep. Oh, oh, let's go a little bit faster. Let's go a little bit faster. We got to keep up. I'll turn around to kind of face you, you all. And I'll start like shrugging off my jacket, I think, because I'm 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 feeling very warm. Um, are you is everyone OK? Um, we just we have to get, we have to go um, away. I think we just have to get out of here. I feel let's go back and drink some tea. Maybe something cold um, might be helpful. I don't know about <laughs> anything hot right now. Is it hot out here? I feel like it's still really hot out here. Alara, are, are you all right? Y- y- Yes, um, I'm fine. Are you? Is is, is everyone okay? I just feel like I, I I shouldn't have brought you guys in there. I thought I was gonna bring you in, and everything was going to get better. And no, they, they don't like magic. I think that you are on the right track. I don't. I think that we're all right. You do have your. Um, you do have your worry stone. Back. Worry stone back. Yeah. So I'm definitely holding it with your worry stone back. I would say you could roll a wisdom save at advantage. That's a 15. Yeah, you pass. You you managed to catch your breath. Even though you are still very shaken, like the anxiety is still very much there, you're able to hold off a pan a full blown blown panic attack. And Okay. And you feel more in control of yourself, at least in this moment. Cool. So I think what I'm probably doing is just um working my worry stone and focusing on the group. Varys just asked if I was okay. Ziva is still really little. Um, <laughs> I don't know what Ivy's doing, but I am, you know, I'm, I, I think I'm probably doing that thing where it's like focus on something that you can see, focus on something you can feel, you know, something you can hear. The five things, yeah. So one thing Manorick has made before, because you're saying that you want something cold, is he's actually made something called ice tea, where he sticks ice cubes in tea. That might be a really good option. Oh, maybe when we get back to the inn, we can we can see if we can put some ice cubes in tea. I've never had it before. I'm just very sorry that I that I that I brought you all in there. I wouldn't be. I, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, I I I don't think it was a good a, a good overall experience for anyone. I, I should have thought more about it about who you all are, uh, uh, bringing you into a place like that. I mean, I. Loved seeing you in your element. I thought it was really cool. It was really mostly over my head. <laughs> Literally. I do think that I think that we should take a moment and maybe sit down and have a conversation. I think that there's been a lot going on and I'm not sure I'm pretty sure no one here is used to it. So maybe we should have a talk. All of us. So are you guys just standing outside of the guild or are you guys going to make your way? No, no, no. We're walking. Yeah, I think now that I've calmed down. Okay, so we're walking. Where are you? Where do you guys want to go? Are you guys going to go back to the tavern at like kind of a good central point or do you guys want to go somewhere else? Tavern. I think the tavern is a good spot. Ziva, maybe if you maybe if you concentrate really, really hard, um, you can bring yourself back to like regular size. Okay. I'm big. 
I'm strong. Well, no, I'm, no, 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 just regular. Regular size. I'm regular. I'm perfectly normal. I mean, you are big and strong in- I'm regular. I go number two on a consistent basis. Uh, Ivy turns, Ivy turns to Alara and Varys and goes, I mean, whatever gets her going, but- <laughs> Honestly, if you imagine letting go, just- you know, picture for yourself like a, a cord pulling up, like tensing your whole body and just releasing it. Ivy takes a couple steps back. So Ziva takes a minute and she imagines herself on the hoop in the air, spinning, arms out to the side, holding on by just her knees, kind of upside down, spinning. And how free that feels and how relaxing that feels. And slowly her limbs begin to grow a little bit. And before you know it, she's regular height. Oh, there you go. As that's happening, I'll kind of like tap Ivy, who was like standing behind, like, what the fuck is happening? Um, happening?" Once that's finished, Ivy's going to clap and go, never doubted you for a moment. (laughs) That was just small applause. Good job. You did it, Ziva. Whatever you just thought about now, try to hold on to that when you feel like things are like spiraling a little bit and you might do like a weird magic thing. That might be something that you can use to center yourself like I do with my worry stone. What's really funny is that I was actually imagining spiraling to each their own. So you imagine chaos to calm down. That's interesting. It seems to track for you, of course, but <laughs> <laughs> come, let's see. I'm sure I'm sure Driston has some ice. I'm not so sure sure this is a conversation to have with Driston. No, 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 no. Of course not. Let's let's go in. I'll I'll help Driston make us some iced tea the way Manric does. He holds the door open after you. Ivy goes, Vez, I don't be realistic though. What harm could Driston do? You know, in my experience, it's the ones that you don't expect that are hit the hardest. Points to Ziva. <laughs> so you guys enter the tavern. It is um, it's after the morning, after the midday rush, but there are still a couple people in the bar drinking, and you see Driston kind of just keeping things clean around the bar in the center of the room of the tavern, and he like perks up when he sees all of you, and is just like, "Oh, hi, hi, how? What's going on, guys?" Driston. Oh, perfect. Okay. Have you ever considered the theory of iced tea? He like gulps where he's just like, oh God, she's talking to me. And he just goes, no, that sounds like a brand new idea that I think you must have just come up with. I've never heard of it. Oh, no, I'm not that brilliant. Uh, you should actually meet Manorick over at the troop. Uh, he does a lot of like the behind the scenes stuff and he services the animatronics. Well, except for the animatronics that go crazy. I don't think that that had anything to do with him. I'm pretty sure that we've established that. Uh, do, the- do you want to <laughs> do you want to show me how to how to make this ice, ice, ICT? I would absolutely love to do that. He's like bright red. Um, and he's just like, I, I guess. Ferris gives him a thumbs up discreetly behind Ziva. <laughs> I guess we can go to the kitchen and do it. Okay, this is one of the only things I know how to cook. As they're walking away, Ivy turns to Alara and goes, So over the under, he drops everything. I don't know. I have faith in him. I think in about two minutes, 
we're going to hear a very large clang. And I'm not sure which one is going to drop it, but I do think that something is going to drop. But it's fine. Maybe it'll be something that they like bond over. And then in like 10 years, they'll look back on this and be like, that was the moment that I knew or something. I don't know. In 10 years when little Dristins are running around. Oh, you think that that's going to. Okay, but seriously, what are we going to do later about Ziva and this Kalian thing? I mean, I don't claim to have it together. Who claimed? Who claimed that? Ziva keeps doing wild. No, I just mean like I shouldn't be talking, but I'm I'm worried. I don't want her to hurt herself or us. Or what if the, the person who, who we're going to meet knew Kalian? She did. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that that's true. She did know Kalian. So we're just, I just feel very overwhelmed and I, I don't know what we're doing. I can say two scenarios here. Either they'll be perfectly open and receptive to answering questions and have a few of their own and we'll have a civil conversation that has been extremely positive in mindset i think um or what i think is the more likely option is we're going to walk in there they're going to give off the the sense that that's what they want to do and they're going to maul us okay well then we need to go up to my room and i need to work on some things that will Help us not get mauled. All right. We're going to swing over to the kitchen and um, check in. I will say Tristan rolled a natural 19 on his charisma. Hey. Oh, good for him. Smooth talker. He is holding himself together. He's he's doing his best. He's keeping the sweat at bay. He looks over at you, Ziva, as... What, how are you talking with Dristin right now? What are you going over? How are you going through this iced tea business? Okay, all right. So, um, I see that your fire's already lit. Uh, if it wasn't, I could help with that. And she pressed digitations and there's like a little spark. But we don't have to worry <laughs> about that because the fire's already lit. So let's see, where is the pot? And we'll put some water in and, of course, some tea leaves. What are your favorite tea leaves? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I think I kind of just drink whatever Shima's got lying around because it's, it is what it is. Okay. But we've got all these other ones and he pulls out, like, some jasmine. Oh, there's, like, rose hips. Rose hips and jasmine. I think that those two will go really, really well together. So we'll just put some into the pot that is now already magically boiling and, um... We don't want it to steep for too long because we don't want it to get too sour or anything like that. As I said, this is like the only thing that I can cook. And then you have ice cubes in an ice chest, right? I mean, I haven't, I can't open the ice chest. I might need your help. Um, okay. I'm not really tall enough to open it like comfortably. That makes sense. But there's, it, I can show you where it is. I, I just always ask Shima to do it, but also like a lot of our stuff is either room temperature or served warm, so it's fine. Okay, okay, yeah, I can open it. You know, I ice chests always make me a little bit afraid because I imagine what it would be like to fall into it and have it close on me and never open again and just kind of freeze. Thank you, thank you. I know that I can't really pick it up and open it, but like, you're the first person who's mentioned that without me having to, like, say it, and you're not looking at me like I'm out of my mind for being scared of that. No, no, it's an absolutely valid fear. 100%. I mean, those things can fit, like, three of me. I know. Like, that's scary. Is that also how you measure 
how big things are is how many bodies can fit in there. Well, I mean, I just kind of figure I'm a decent metric because I'm pretty small. So like, okay, three of me's makes it makes a decent like size. Yeah. A little easier than doing like half a Varus. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Okay, so I'll get some of this ice and you get the pot off the stove and then we'll get uh, four glasses. Do you want a glass too? I, sure. You should sure. try this. We'll do five glasses, put some ice cubes into each and pour some water into the cups. He grabs this big, the big pot of water and rolling it, he's rolling nice tonight. These dice are being very nice to Dristan. Rolling a natural 18, he picks it up for a grand total of 17. Uh, picks it up and manages to not spill it all over himself. And he brings it over to where you are and kind of sets it on top of a little dolly thing on the on the counter. And he's like, I think it's going to be best if we get a ladle because then we can control where we're pouring things. You know, this thing is just too big for us to be comfortable with it. But like, this sounds delicious. I'll, like, let me I'll help you bring these upstairs. I know that they went up there. Um, do you mind if I just come and like hang out with you for a bit? Like, this was a great... This is great to learn. So the only problem is Alara's feeling a little tense right now. And I think that we were going to be just like comforting her. Uh, how good are you at comforting people? I mean, I think I give really good hugs. Okay, uh, let's try this. Try saying there, there and patting me on the arm. He like without making you bend down or anything, he gets up on a stool and just goes, it's okay. You're all right. Your feelings, your being overwhelmed is completely normal. You are safe and you are loved here. That was really good. Okay, I can see no reason why it's not a great idea for you to also come upstairs. He rolled another natural 19 on that one. Buddy, get it. So Tristan come, follows Ziva up the stairs, helping carry all these teas on a tray. And the two of them meet the rest of you in, are you guys, whose room are you guys in? Are you all in? I think we should go to my room because I'm going to be like tinkering with shit to get us ready for tonight. Ooh, what does it look like? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you did this to me. It's my turn. So actually, Supriya did it to you. That's true. Um, that's true. So it's not dirty. But it is very, very cluttered. There is shit everywhere. But if you ask me where anything is, I know exactly where it is. Controlled chaos. So it's there's probably what like a in your room. You have one of the, the economy rooms, so you don't even have like a little desk. You kind of use like the floor as your desk space. Okay. You really just have like a bed. Okay. It's very, very sparse. Sparse. Yeah. There's that's not much in totally there. Totally fine. Is there like a chair? Yeah, there's a small chair in the corner for you to sit on. On the chair. No, not for me to sit on. On the chair. Um, there's definitely like books and stuff on the chair. And then on top of the books is like little pouches. There's glass vials filled with any color you can imagine. Different color powders. There is a lot of um, metal and like gears. Um, there's like a mallet. And it's all like there's one area that you can tell I was I was like maybe like more heavily working in like there's open books and there's all kind of that metal working stuff around there my bed's not made but it's like half made where like when you get out of it it's like the the one edge is like flipped over and then there's just like clothes crumpled like behind like the bed like dirty clothes 
Yeah, it's pretty much organized chaos in there. There's a window and there's no shade on the window. So like, I think the sun is probably coming through. So you guys all, th- you, the three of you hear a, a little knock at the door. Guys, guys, we got some tea for you. And I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like clear off the chair so someone can sit. Well, I think uh, maybe Ivy and Varys can bring chairs from their rooms. Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Varys is going to answer the door. You see uh, Ziva and Driston standing there with their, their teas. He steps aside and holds it open for them. Like, oh, come on in. Is this the famous iced tea? Uh, this is, I mean, we're going to try it. It's jasmine and rosehip. We just found whatever... We just grabbed whatever tea Shima had. I think it's going to, you know, Ziva did a really great job of teaching me and was did a really amazing job. And Dristin also did a fantastic job. Aww. I think it was just teamwork all around. We make a really great team. Agreed. Um, I will take the tea and I'll like kind of, I think I'm pretty excited about it now. I feel like it's been talked up. Does it taste good? I'm going to cheers everybody first. I, I also get to roll to see if it tastes good. And I'm going to use my Tides of Chaos to make sure that it if need be. <laughs> it's bad. What'd you get? I'll tell you in a minute. And that one. All right. That's an 18. Okay. So Dristin got a three. <laughs> With how high Sapria rolled or how high Ziva rolled, it probably is like, it just kind of tastes like, it tastes like tea, but cold. You're like, you don't quite get the, <laughs> y- y- it's tea. So before we drink it, I'll hold up and I'll like kind of cheers everybody to new friends and Hopefully not super awful adventures. I'll take a sip. Ziva. It is, is cold tea. It's, co- it's very cold. Yes. Um, and it is really just exactly what I needed. It's very cold. So thank you. Thank you both. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Tristan looks at you and he goes, we did our best. I mean, sorry, it's not better. It was the first time. Also, it may have not. It may not have been the correct tea mix for an iced tea but we'll know better next time trial and error yeah 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 next time will be better that'll be fine first times are always a bit rough tristan just takes his little cup and he just is like ziva said it's okay if i come in and spend some time with you guys did she (laughs) well that depends ziva do you want him to know about your history he was doing a really good job being comforting okay okay not the question they asked but you know justin question doesn't shima still need help i mean it's it's slow and and shima's leg is fixed thanks to ivy i'm sure i can take 10 minutes no sure you know let's let we'll chat we'll drink Our tea will all calm down and then But Tristan's just gonna he's he's just sitting there he or standing there, he's got his drink and he's just like Yeah, just I just wanted to get to know you guys some better. Like I I, I know Varys kind kinda well. You know, we we've gotten to know each other over the past couple weeks, but I don't have a ton of friends in town. So we have met some super interesting people today. Uh, we well, met the people at the Nishadi Temple. I don't know if you've ever hung out there. It's apparently a great place to see the shooting stars, but I think the best place for you to see the shooting stars tonight is at the circus tent and get a real iced tea from Manorak. Well, where are you guys going to be watching it tonight? I don't know that we are going to be watching it, actually. We will also be at the circus. We just might be a little late. Real persuasion for me. I have a thing, you know. Persuasion. That is a 16. Okay, so you persuaded him that that you're going to meet him at the 
at the, the tent. Oh my god, we're gonna break his heart. Oh, Ziva, no. Well, I mean, to her knowledge, to her knowledge, we are. He goes, okay, sure. That Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys have stuff going on and Shima's gonna have me running around doing stuff until until the time that we can start seeing things, but... But yeah, you and Shima and Shima's... Oh, maybe my Aunt Amelie can come. Yeah, your aunt should also come too. Yeah. And then, and then we also went to the Tarek. Did you know that there is like a Tarek society place in town? And we met. Tristan, mm, 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 mm. do you do you want to see Bia do a cool trick? Yes. Okay. Um, Ivy takes a little like treat out of her little pouch thing, and she's going to position Bia so that Varys can talk to Ziva if he so chooses. Um, and Ivy throws the treat up in the air. And Bia whirls around it three times before snatching it out of midair before it hits the ground. Nice. Very quietly, he tells Eva, do not mention Alessander, please. Oh. Do not. Roll stealth for me. Bia should probably roll two. Uh, 16. She's going to roll... um, Performance? So you managed to you managed to say that without Dristin kind of rise, like raising an eyebrow to it, um, like he doesn't quite pay attention. What is what is Bia's performance? Twenty one. Hey, he is enthralled by Bia's like trick in the air, and is just like, oh my god, how did you train her to do that? She just does it. That's amazing. She's very smart, actually, for a dumb little dragon. That's mean. Don't call her dumb. No, she likes it. <laughs> She's brilliant. So we met we met Kadani and Oros and Archer there. Uh, there's some of the people who work there. Yeah, I don't talk to them, so I don't know their yeah. names. They're a little stuffy, so... That's why I don't talk to them. Yeah, that's very fair. Bia looks kind of hungry. Oh, does she need some food? I think that she could use some bacon. You know, the usual. No. Oh, the usual? Oh, God. That's a whole other can of worms. You guys, like, you two... No, 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 just bacon. You guys might as well just say the unusual, because you don't really specify. The unusual. Bia's gonna hear that the Bia looks starving thing, and I'm gonna voluntarily have her roll a performance to very dramatically like act like she's hungry. So like flop over on the bed and go. Bleh. Yes, please do. And Jesus, that is a a twenty. Yeah, he sees Bia like flop over, and he's just like, oh, I, you know, I'll get started. I mean. What does she want? Bacon? We can do bacon, but we can do some other stuff too. Literally any meat. I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, I'll be I'll be back with that. Thank you so much, friend. And he leaves. You guys are alone. All right. That was fucking wild. Varys literally just like leans against the wall. Alara's just tinkering with something random. So just um, I thought maybe give the, um. Dressed in the option of hearing things about all this if we're going to loop him in uh, because I honestly you know some of this information could be very dangerous and I don't want to put him in at risk that is a really good point I honestly um I I was trying to dissuade him from coming upstairs by you know having him test out his consoling skills but he very good did a really good job so then I didn't really have a reason to say no I mean, that's that's fair. He does do a very good job at consoling people. Yeah. I think as soon as Dristan leaves, um, I start 
taking things out of my pockets because I have my pockets of holding activated. Um, so you just see the, the, the big chest comes out. Um, all of my tomes and books comes out. Your chapstick. My chapstick comes out. <laughs> and then I start like going to different places in my room and picking up like other random shit. Like I pick up a bag of ball bearings and I put those in my pockets. Um, and do you look really frazzled and anxious? Um, I, I think maybe it's more of like a, it's, it might be more of like a anxious, um, you know, when you like, don't know what to do. So you just start like yeah. doing things. Did the iced tea help? Yeah, it did. Thank you. It was very cold. Good. The cold was. Good. You, you wanted cold. Yes. It was really good. Okay. Should we all just sit down for a minute? Yeah, I, I, I guess. And I'll plop everything down and I'll just like sit down <laughs> on the floor, um, with my legs, you know, crisscross. So. Yes. Same. Be honest. How are we all feeling about everything that's happened so far? I don't think I've really processed it, to be honest with you. I mean, that's valid. So I'm trying to understand. So the core four found me 20 years ago on this day. Mm -hmm. And I know this because this is my name day. And this is also apparently supposedly the day that they climbed up the mountain when the mountain after a meteor hit but they could have found me anywhere right i mean they could have found me like near the bottom of the mountain or halfway up the mountain or in a nearby town i think that when when we find them we can ask them yes that is very true i think that should be on the top of the list but for now i'm really hoping that this merwin is going to give us some information the way that they reacted to you, though, what happened in there? Ziva, did you find anything in the when you were in there before anyone knew? No, no, not really. Nothing stood out to you at all? I found a calendar with today's date circled. Okay, well, that's not very interesting. Um, there has to be answers, and I think the only place that we're going to get them is in there. Yeah, I mean, say that I they did find me in the wreckage and I somehow survived the meteor somehow, which would be very weird, except maybe if there was a village of people up at the top, maybe they had me over to the side, and so therefore I survived. So that could be it. And, you know, maybe, maybe I belonged to somebody who was a part of the cult. And so maybe Merwin knew. So I do think that it's very interesting that they were dead set on the idea that you were Kaelian, which tells me that you look exactly like her. Well, I mean... I don't think that's a coincidence, Eva. I don't. I wish I could say it was. I mean, I I assure you, I assure you that I am not Kaylee, and I do remember being. I do think that you are Ziva. I don't think that you're lying to me. I don't. Okay, because I do yeah. remember being very little with the core four. So. But th okay, but think about this. There has been a lot of um, strange things kind of happening around you. Your magic seems to be. Ha has it acted this way before? Is this new? Have you been blowing shit up your whole life? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never set a building on fire before. First time for everything. Okay, well, yeah, and hopefully you don't do it again. Unless you have to, to like protect everyone, uh, which then it would be a good thing. So I think there's a time and a place for setting buildings on fire. Okay, okay, I'll write that down in my notes. So I don't know about everybody else, but I am 
petrified of what might happen later on tonight when we go meet this Merwin person. I do agree that it's the only, it's what we should do, but it doesn't matter what Ziva is because they're going to tell us or they're going to try to hurt us or hurt you. And if they try to hurt you, we are going to protect you. So why would they try to hurt me? Because I think you'll kill you. They think you're a cult leader. He blew up an entire mountain. Okay, well, so then I will assure them. I will draw a picture of me with the core four to help prove that... Um, Ivy, Ivy holds her hands up and she goes, From personal experience, some people don't care about your own justifications to things. They will blame you. Mm -hmm. They will attack you, and there's nothing you can do about it except live with it for ten years in silence. And she looks down for a second, and then looks back up and goes, And everybody turns and stares and says, Do you need to talk about something? No. What I need to do is make sure that you are safe, and that nothing happens to you. So that is the priority right now. I would like to insight check Dusty. Uh, Dusty, you can roll either deception or persuasion. Don't have to tell us which. Just roll whichever one fits you. Oh, can I get in on that? 14. 19. Ah, I ain't got shit. I got a five. Natural 20. Oh. So both um, Alara and Varys are kind of like, there might be something up, but she clearly doesn't want to talk about it. Ziva catches the fact that she said, I'm fine a little too quickly. Okay. One thing at a time. I'll add that to the list. Yeah, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Underneath there's a time and place to blow up things is Ivy? Ivy's not fine. (laughs) Alara, you seem to have a lot of, it was, it it really stressed you out, the the whole visit to the the place. And I'm not sure, they all seemed perfectly nice. I mean, he seemed to, Alessandra seemed to want you to write a lot of papers. That does sound really stressful. Is that what's going on? No. Um. Honestly, the past two days have been... Ziva, yesterday we were picking through body parts trying to find badges of dead miners. Like, oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to it's check in on. It's been really overwhelming. Have you dug through dead body parts before? No. Okay, so... No, I'm not fine. I'm glad that you are, Ivy. But, but, but I... I'm really freaking out, and I don't know what I've gotten myself into, but I I, I, I feel like whatever we're doing, we do it kind of well, even though we keep messing up a lot, I think. But I've never been alone before, and I was alone for a very, very short time, and then you all kind of stumbled into my life, and now we're here, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't think anybody, I don't think you guys know what you're doing either, but what are we doing? Um... So Ziva does want to make eye contact with both Ivy and Varys to confirm that this is not the time to bring up the friends that went missing in the mines. Ivy does like the little shakes her head and like the little cut it out motion with her (laughs) hand across her throat. Yeah, uh, seeing seeing body parts is is, um, very shocking to the point where I don't think I processed that really. There was a lot to process. And you probably shouldn't. Because you might, you know, have a weird magic surge. Um, so I'm sorry for bringing it up, I guess. Oh, I don't think that you should avoid it. Don't don't avoid it. It only gets worse if you avoid it. You We're giving Ziva a lot of mixed feelings. Be- <laughs> honestly. <laughs> you, I mean, I've I mean, been avoiding things my whole life and I'm fine. 
Oh, yes, I'm sure that you are. I'm fine. I feel like I'm twitching. I'm fine. I'm fine. Ivy's eye twitches a little bit as she says, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. She repeats She repeats on the next line, Ivy's not fine again. <laughs> this is a lot more difficult than I anticipated it would be. Sorry, I'm not very good at this. Uh, so don't think any of us are. <laughs> fair enough. So essentially, um, we so we had a massive fire that injured a close friend. Um, we have the nine hells, the portal, the uh, absolute obliteration of somebody's leg, the <laughs> body parts that were strewn all over the mine. So there's an image for you. Um, the, then we have this whole scenario with Kalian and apparently them being a stain on history and un, that somehow looks like you. It's a lot to take in and this is a lot that we've dealt with and you've all said that you've never dealt with anything like this before, let alone the stones or the scenario with the Tarek. It's a lot. I know it's a lot. And it's okay to not be okay. You don't have to shove that down. I'm gonna look at Ivy when you say that. Just let yourself feel that for a moment. You have all done extraordinarily well for people who've never, ever seen anything like that before. I'm shocked, quite frankly, but it's also okay to say, hey, I need a moment. Um, that was a lot and I need to digest that, you know? We don't have to keep going all the time. I'll do a wisdom save. But it feels like we have been going non-stop since oh yes i met you all on the problem with i i agree that we do need to have a sort of kumbaya moment but the problem (laughs) is that we are not going to be able to stop for a little bit longer that's true Mm -hmm. yeah so i I guess i just need to lay it out there for us to think about it and also add this we're going to go into a potentially hostile scenario not with monsters but with people. People suck. Yeah, they do. Um, they suck a lot. If you had trouble with dead folks and killing monsters, I pray that doesn't come to that down there. No, I mean, killing the monster was definitely the, the right thing to do. That was, oh, that was sure. very weird. Absolutely. But, uh, are, but. Do, you, do you have a lot of experience with dead limbs? Yes, I do. have a lot of experience with dead limbs and dead people. Well, thank you for your candor. Of course. Like killing them? Maybe. Maybe not. Insight check. Yeah. <laughs> Deception or persuasion, whichever one you choose. That was a seven on my insight. It was a three, so I just am confused. <laughs> I rolled a 21. I also rolled a 21. Rollies. 11. 17. Varys, you can describe to them what they understand from what you said. So I think what you understand is that he has either experienced something horrible or just has seen a lot in his time. It was also very interesting. Everyone, I mean, I've always heard that portals are, are bad and and um, they, they, they lead to bad things. And it was very interesting that Mr. Alessander seemed very comfortable talking portals and telling us to go close more i think it's interesting that he wants us he wants to employ us to do that we've only closed one it was by a a fluke i i don't know what to make of him um i'm concerned that he 
was trying to close the portal that Ivy came through while Ivy was standing right there talking about it made me- Well, I mean, he, he must have thought that Ivy was a water genasi. No, he knew. He knew. He what? He knew what I was. So I think that we should keep him, you know, In a jaw. Close. Oh, okay. Yeah. That works too. Well, I mean, just, you know, <laughs> keep your friends close. You keep your friends close, your enemies close, and you're very right, Laura. Where are we going to get a jar big enough? I'll hold up a vial. Can't you shrink things, Eva? Oh, no, we are not putting Alessandra in a jar. It's not happening. I mean, I'm just saying, worst case, I'll reach into my pocket. I'll be like, we can put this collar on him. <laughs> collar? <laughs> I have the cursed imp collar. You want to collar him? <laughs> yes, if he misbehaves. <laughs> Kinky. You. Oh, interesting. Alara, I didn't know you were into that. On that note, you guys are going to. You will hear a knock at the door signaling Dristan's return with the bacon, and you guys can all take a short rest. During the short rest, I do ask the three of you what your favorite color is. So if you could please tell me your favorite color. Ivy points to her skin right now. Yes. I knew Ivy's was blue. I think uh, Ziva's is going to be vermilion. That's the color of Varys's eyes. It's red. Vermilion red. Cool. Creepy. What about Varys? Come on, it's decision time. <laughs> Varys is like, um, you know, never considered. Um, I think pastel pink. So when, so when you guys, when you all tell me what your favorite colors are during our short rest, I'll go over to the little vials that had like different colored dust or sand in them. Um, and I'll pour some out each into an empty vial. And then on my little messenger bag, I'll put one, two, three across my chest. And that's, that's it for now. No. Cool. Okay. What is that? Is there anything else that anybody else is going to do specifically during this short rest that you'd like to describe? Uh, she'll, she'll start time and a place for arson <laughs> i need that on a t-shirt asap after your short rest you guys um are going to be leaving the mountain peaks pub and you are all heading back to the N the nishadi temple correct mm -hmm. is anybody bringing anything in particular that you'd like to describe or anything you want to describe as we're walking alara would like to start ritually tinkering with her goggles to cast a tech magic got it is Varys walking with his fuck-all scythe in full show? No, it's absent, actually. You all haven't seen the fuck-all scythe since for a couple of days, for a day. Okay. Um, but while we're walking, um, I'll be like, um, hey, Varys, mm -hmm. we're going into a potentially really dangerous situation. You didn't think to bring the big, the big scythe? Oh, no, I've got it with me. He like, he folds, he puts his right arm out and in, in it apparates in red, almost like blood-like colored smoke. It comes and forms this scythe that he flicks his wrist and it's gone again. Okay, that was fucking sick. Awesome. I'm sorry. Um, did you learn how to do that with like the runes? Yes, of course. You you assisted with me, uh, me with it the other night. And you said I was a marvel. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Thank you. You're gonna have to show me how you did that. I'd be happy to. He's uh, not blushing at all. <laughs> 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 I think that while we're walking to the temple ziva realizes that she needs some sort of disguise so with everyone's permission she stops by at the troop and finds her chest of clothes and she pulls out like a practice leotard that's like black and it's it's got kind of like um a little bit of like sleeves and and legs to it and then she goes to ginevra 
and borrows um, a veil and a head covering that um, she uses in some of her performances. And as a final touch, she prestidigitates her eyes blue. Ooh. Do I look a little different? Yeah. If I didn't tell you I was Ziva, you wouldn't know it was me, right? No. For um, absolutely sure. not. Yep. I would like uh, Ziva to please make make a persuasion check, and I want everyone else to just kind of roll insight to get an idea of whether or not you would have you actually like would have believed this costume. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my inside is plus zero. So is mine, but thank God for a natural 20 Damn. that I wasted on an inside check. I got a three. <laughs> an inside check for nothing, too. 10. My persuasion, I got a 22. So Varys with a natural 20 still, still kind of is like, yeah, I would probably recognize it was you. But not like you can see where it would be deceiving to other people, Varys. Mm -hmm. The other two, you're like, oh my God, you look so different. It's astonishing. Who is this? Siva, this is great. And no one is ever going to recognize you. Perfect. I feel really more confident than I did five minutes ago. <laughs> so you are all walking up to the Nishadi temple. You see, even from the outside, you can see that the skylights are the the cover that was that was covering the skylights has been retracted. So once you're inside, you know that you'll be able to see directly up onto the sky. It's we're right after sunset, right at that dusk point where there's just enough light for you to walk around unbothered by it. But you know that within the next 10 to 15 minutes, the sun will be gone and the sky will be alight with these stars, essentially. There's more people walking into the temple than you saw before, but it, it doesn't look like overly crowded if that makes sense so when you guys are, are you guys walking right on in um ooh. why would you ask me that um is my detect magic up yet yeah it's been especially with ziva's little detour it's been about 10 minutes yes. so let's say that your Thanks, your ziva. detect magic is up okay your your nanobots are out in the world and in the ether. okay do i see anything immediately just like looking outside of the of the um temple you guys are still at the front of the temple yeah. um you see some people with some like my mild magical essence around them but nothing nothing that would really astonish you okay so with my goggles down i'll be <laughs> looking at everybody <laughs> kind of funny um so i think that maybe i i think we should run or i should run around the building real quick and kind of look in that window um and just Kind of get a feel for what's going on in there before we actually go inside. So we can wait over by the, the corner of this building. I was actually hoping that Varys might help me decide where's the best place to hide my daggers in this outfit while you're doing that. Of course I can assist you with that. However, I'm not so comfortable with the idea of you going off on your own. A lot could happen in a few moments. I don't want you to be in danger. I can go with that. That works. All right. Okay. Yeah. And we'll we'll just be. We I probably shouldn't be showing my daggers anyway. So maybe we go to the side <laughs> of the building, just waving them around. <laughs> sure. Was, I'll just we'll just maneuver to be in eyesight, I suppose. Okay. If you see me getting pulled through the window, I'm on it. Then that's an emergency. But if you see me climbing through the window, then it might not be an emergency. So anything to do with the window. Use your judgment. Allow me. But okay. <laughs> okay. So Ivy and I will walk to the back of the building. Or wherever the window is on the side. Yeah, so 
it's it's in the back there's like one or two windows back there um that look into the main office area most of the actual temple itself doesn't have windows it's just the office area in the back that does so what do you guys want to do peek in the window roll stealth for me both of you wait before i peek do i hear voices coming from like make a perception check is the window open it's open a little bit okay I got a 17 for perception. You do hear some voices. You recognize uh, Cassius and Rhea's Rhea's voices, but a third voice you don't quite recognize. They're in there. Yeah. (laughs) I figured they would be. Okay. But we should have, we should have planned like a distraction or something to get them out of the office. I want to see what's in there with no one in there. This is not going to help. Ivy thinks for a moment (laughs) and she goes, I mean, just... Blow up the window? That would be a distraction. No, 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 no. We're trying to be stealthy. Stealthy, okay. Um, are my nanobots like going into the window? Yes. You with are your goggles on? Yeah, they're fucking on. They're so on. So your goggles are on. You see a very large cluster of these these nanobots around Ivy and Bia. Uh But you also see a small trail of them. Not a small trail. Most of them kind of trailing underneath the window and into the office space. And until you look in the window and pop your head up, you can't really see what they're surrounding. Okay, Ivy, you are quieter than I am. Okay, that's saying something. Put these goggles on and peek through the window. Okay. And if they see you, just duck really quick and we're going to win. We're going to run. Just tell me where the magic is. Okay. Ivy puts the goggles on and um, peeks up through the window. All right, I'm just going to need you to roll stealth. 17. You can stand up as much as you'd like. They are not paying attention to, to your window where you are at all. And Ivy, you see this large collection. You've never looked through Alara's glasses or goggles before. Yes, you haven't. Mm-mm. And so you stand up and you see these little, they look like glittery specks in the air that are collecting around the people. And you see who you recognize as Cassius and Rhea. And they they don't really have much collecting around them. Maybe a couple, a couple that are there, but nothing major. But then the third person, an older elven woman with kind of sunken in eyes and gaunt, a gaunt face. There is a shit ton around her. They are collecting around her and you get a very strong magical feeling from these. You look at these and you see the the information coming from the nanobots, not really understanding what kind of magic this is. These nanobots haven't seen this kind of magic before but they they do recognize it as as magic in a way. Is there anything in particular in this room that you are trying to look at specifically? I wanna look at the statue. So you see the statue that Ziva described to you being in that room. You see that the little paper hat that she had put on the statue that you saw last time is gone, but so is the uh, crystal that was sitting in the Dragonborn's hands. There's no magic around the statue. Okay, I duck back down and relay that to Alara, specifically the fact that there is another person we have not seen. And she had like a shit ton of your nanobots around her. Okay, so lots of magic. Well, that's not good, probably. I don't know. Do they turn different colors if it's good or bad? No, not if it's good or bad. They just tell me sometimes what kind of magic it is. 
but usually not usually when it's on a person. You don't have like a color coding cheat sheet? I mean, did you, did you see, like they, they would have transmitted it right into the goggles. Did it, it was it just like magic, 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 magic. Or was it like enchantment magic? It just said, yeah, unknown magical source. It just said, oh, 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 it's magic, you know. Oh yeah, it does that sometimes. Um, So I guess we're going to walk back to the the other two. Stealthily. We're going to stealth back over. Do you still have the goggles on is my question. No, I take my goggles back. Do you want to keep them on? No. I take my goggles back. Rolled an 18. I don't want to roll stealth. That's a three. (laughs) I told you I didn't want to. As you're walking, Alara, you manage to trip over a rock and you you go, oh, shit. Yeah, sounds accurate. You hear the window behind you open very slightly. Do you do anything? I run away. (laughs) Okay. I just go out loud, this isn't a good place to see the stars, and I run towards my friends. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Y'all are making me feel so much better about Ziva's shenanigans. Like, (laughs) You just gotta get them in the right mood, Priya. Like, this is a hot mess. We we need some lightheartedness, because for the for the darkness that we're about to go into. Alara, are you still wearing the goggles? You got them back, or did you put them, you put them on? Yeah, I'm keeping them on. Oh God, why? I was just curious. Well, like you're coming back and you're, you're nanobots that kind of follow where you are to kind of keep- Yeah, in like the vicinity. Cause you don't, you don't have a, an unlimited supply. And so as you're coming back, you know, you see what you usually, you would expect to see. You see Ziva surrounded by a good chunk of these with her magic. You do see a few around Varys. Uh, you see some around the people around you in the in the crowd. If you're looking for any one thing in particular, let me know. No, I'm going to hold it until we go inside. So we relay that back to um, Ziva and Varys that we basically, well, we saw another person. Well, yeah, we were expecting another person, right? Yeah, but she has, um, she's got a lot of magic. So just, you know, be aware, I guess. Of that? Well, just call me Leva, Leva, Miva, Mina. Mina! Mina's a good name. Okay. Call me Mina. Okay. I'll probably just call you Jennifer, but okay. Detect magic only lasts 10 minutes. So how, what do you think? I have like five minutes? It's probably been about seven minutes. Okay. Then we want to, I want to go inside. Yes. I think, I think Ziva will be at the back. I think I'll just look at everybody. Um, Okay, are are we ready? Yep. Go in with the mindset that we are here to have a conversation, and if it devolves into something else, just be ready. I mean, we'll definitely be okay, because we still need to finish our whole conversation that we were having earlier. Yes. I, I don't think we left it on the most conclusive note. No, there's much more to talk about, and we'll just do it after we figure out why you look like a cult leader. Yes. Totally normal day. Totally normal human. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Ivy wants to really quick, before we go too far in, turn to Ziva and go very quietly. Can you make that disappearing thing happen again on command? Yes. Okay. If one of us says a code phrase, um, Ziva, go. Turn invisible for me, please. Okay. Thank you. I just, uh, she puts her hands on um, Ziva's shoulders and goes, I don't want to lose you. I understand. And I think this is a fail safe. Okay. Uh, and she she looks a little like, like her face is starting to get a little bit like 
very intense, maybe a little bit hysterical. And then she composes herself and goes, all right, let's do this. I just go, hey, we're not going to lose anyone tonight, okay? No, we're not. No, we're fine. Everything's good. You guys, uh, do you guys trust me? Like, say we've earned some trust by now? Fuck it, sure. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull the three vials off my chest and hand you each your color. Can you spit in this for me, please? Ivy does it without hesitation. Why the fuck not? Yes. This day is already so goddamn weird. Absolutely. Varys turns around and does. (laughs) Hands it back. (laughs) (laughs) I cork them. Varys is the only one with decorum. (laughs) Okay, so you've got your spit vials. Your spit vials ready to go. So you all, you all are walking in to this temple. Um, there are maybe about a dozen people that you don't recognize. So people who aren't Cassius or Rhea. And it's a very, it's very quiet. Everybody's very, it's not, so, it's not a solemn energy, but it's just more reverent than anything else. And people are, you can see that when you get into that large room that you saw before with the telescope in the middle, there are almost like, they look like sleeping pads, but they're not quite, but there's a bunch of pads laying all out throughout the floor so that people can lay back and really observe the stars fully, um, as well as a short line to look up through the telescope. It's just quiet and calm. You don't see Cassius and Rhea right off the bat. You see, you see that the office door is closed, but there is a light on underneath the door. What would you all like to do? Can I make a perception check to see if there's more people part of the church keeping an eye on things? Go ahead, make a perception check. I, I have shit perception, but here we go. Uh, 14. <laughs> you look around, you see maybe one or two people that have kind of the garb of the church. So you would say that those are either people who you're not sure if they work. You can't be sure if they work for the church or if they are just acolytes who worship there. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm just looking with my goggles on. Um, Do I see any? You see some people just as usual with a bit of magic around them. You do see as you enter more so into the main area, they are starting to gravitate back towards the door of the office again. Okay. And you're seeing that kind of error message that Ivy saw before that just says, like, okay. unknown magical source. Is the unknown magic thing something that I've seen before, or is that, like, uh, alarming? You've seen it... You you maybe have seen it once or twice when it was, like, a type of magic that you haven't investigated before, okay. or you haven't, like, a source of magic you haven't seen before. But it's really uncommon for you to see. You know that, like, when this happens, it's kind of, like oh shit, that means I gotta do a lot of work to fit, to like learn more about this and there's something big. Like this is a whole new area of expertise almost. Okay. Just um, everyone be really aware. I don't like the readings that I'm getting right now. The stars look really pretty though. As you look up, Ziva, you start to see some of the falling stars come down and they come down in not just what we in the quote unquote real world would think of when it comes to shooting stars as like single colors of bright lights. It's more that there is a dancing array of colors streaking across the sky. And we only have a few of them going right now, but you see one or two that are that's green, one that's yellow, another that's bright blue and red. So there's a, a kaleidoscope of colors across the sky. Oh, wow. What's Ivy up to? What's Ivy thinking? Ivy's just really worried about Ziva. Is uh, is Bia flying around or is she on your shoulder? Where is she? She's on my shoulder. She's staying close. You all walk up to the door. Uh, who's going to knock on it? I'll knock on it. Can he like crouch down and like press his ear to the door? Uh, yeah. 
Can you make a perception check with disadvantage? Why disadvantage? Because you're listening through a door? Okay. I'll go to Ivy. Hey, we probably should have done that at the open window. <laughs> probably. Uh, 19. That's still really good. With disadvantage? Jesus. I got a 17, a disadvantage, and an 18. Yeah, so as you kind of push your push your ear to the door, Varys, you hear some voices, too, that, again, you recognize and one that seems foreign to you. And you hear the one that you don't quite recognize talking right now, and she she says, Well, I just, I just want to meet her. That's all I really want. I want to meet her and see what happens. Sounds like a sounds like a really interesting way to to have this story go. And you hear Cassius just go, e- I guess. I mean, we'll see if she even shows up. You know, it. She seemed really freaked out when when Rhea mentioned the core four and everything going on. So I'm not sure. And you hear Rhea's voice just be like, "Yep, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens." You know, I really hope she shows up. Just more so to to learn more about her than anything else. Do you knock on the door now? Do I believe that that's that's legitimately what I hear? Or do I think it's been tampered? Insight. So fucking paranoid. It's only fifteen. Yeah, you believe uh, it. Yeah, so he'll stand. He'll like turn to the others, and they sound genuinely like they want to meet her. I'm not sure if it's too bad she's not here. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's all right. Um. They'll have to just deal with Mina. So, yeah, he'll knock on the door now. Varys knocks on the door. You hear kind of the the quiet voices get hush up very suddenly as you knock. And you see that Cassius opens the door and looks at you and just goes, Ah, yes, um, it's great to see you all. Uh, where is your interesting friend? He's going to look at over at Ziva and roll to see so he does not recognize you, Ziva, and he looks around at the others and just goes, Oh, is your is your friend not not coming with you? Well, what was her name? Ziva, I think you said? No, we have come in her stead. Well, who who is this with you? Oh, this is Mina, our other friend. Roll roll persuasion or, or deception. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Are they both bad for you? I just can't I just shouldn't talk. How else are you supposed to learn? <laughs> I mean, roll deception, because you're lying. I am lying. Oh, my deception's a plus one. 14. I thought it was going to be like a two. He seems to believe you. He looks at you and goes, oh. Okay, well, it's just disappointing. Um, Is there anything I can help you with then? I mean, she was the one who wanted to talk to Merwin. Oh, well, he on her behalf to ask some questions for her. Oh, okay. Um... Sure, and he turns around, he looks at Merwin and Rhea, and Rhea and goes, Apparently she's not with them. They brought someone else who I don't know. Um, roll deception for me. That is a 16 plus 5, 21. Rhea looks at you and just, and seems to be disappointed in what she's seeing. Um... And she just turns around and just goes, such a shame. I wanted to talk to her. Such a shame. And Merwin looks at you. Uh, Merwin looks at you, looks at all of you and just seems to, she sits down at her desk where we've got these three desks kind of in a U shape 
and she sits kind of at the center one, the head one. And she sits down and just goes, well, if I can't talk to her, what, what do, what do you all need to know? I mean, we don't have much to talk about. I think we've got plenty to talk about, actually. But, um... Alara's gonna go over to the bookcase and just start, like, running her finger along the, um... As you do that, Merwin looks at you and goes, I'm sorry, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just looking. Um, I love to read. I love books. And you have such a huge collection here. I'm not even looking at her. I'm looking at the books and I'm trying to see if there's any titles that stand out to me. You do see a few that jump out as you, at you. A few books that look particularly ancient. Mm-hmm. Almost, they look they look like they almost shouldn't exist anymore because they're so old and battered. One that that's titled The Discovery of Aurea. Another that is a history of magic in Aurea. And the third that you see that seems particularly old and just decrepit it, or just ancient is, it looks almost like a, a doesn't have a title on the, on the spine. It looks like a personal journal from someone. Why don't we start with what happened 20 years ago? I'm sorry, what is your name? Mina. She can't quite see you through the veil that you have covering your face. She can see my piercing blue eyes. She looks at you and just, she can't quite see your face. She can see your eyes through the veil ever so slightly. And she just goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. I just, there is nothing that happened 20 years ago that's all that important other than I mean, you all know the story about the meteor hitting, but that's clearly not what you're asking about. Yes, we were told that there was some sort of ritual happening that day. I I can't. I have no idea. Well, obviously that's not true. Otherwise, why would Cassius have said? What, do you, what did Cassius say? That the meteor came down as the hand of Nishadi to stop some sort of wretched ritual. Ugh. She looks over at Cassius and just goes, I love your mind. I think your mind is wonderful and beautiful, but we all know that that was just a freak of nature. Nishadi has never touched down. Nothing has ever come from the higher planes, like, especially in a way like that. Nishadi has never truly touched down. They look over us with ambivalence and rever and we look up at them with reverence. So who is this Kalian person? As you say Kalian, you see the color drain from her already rather pale face and she just goes a Kalian was a heretic and a stain on history yes we've heard that term used already today but that really doesn't tell us much that's all you really need to know i mean i don't know you why would i tell you anything oh we're just an interested party who has been invited to learn more about the history oh, no 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 your friends, and she gestures to the three around you, your friends were invited back with their friend Ziva to speak with me, yet Ziva is not here. But what difference would it make if Ziva was here or not, if none of this happened anyway? I believe she and I have more pressing matters to discuss in private. Oh, interesting. So you cannot speak to her trusted party you'd be happy to take a young woman alone into another room to discuss things privately? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, not not in a separate room, of course not, no. But I just, at the very least, I need her here to tell me that you are a trusted party. Whatever, to tell you can tell her, you can tell me. 
I have nothing but your word to go on, and your word means nothing to me right now because I don't know you from anyone. I grew up with Ziva. How do I know that that's true? <coughs> Roll a uh, persuasion for me. Uh, what are Cassius and what are Cassius and um? No, she did grow up with herself. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> what are Cassius and that's a nineteen? And Rhea doing. Uh, insight check. Yeah, just trying to get, to get their energy. Like, what are they? Are, do they seem tense? Do they seem... They seem incredibly tense. Okay. <laughs> you don't okay. even need to admit, okay. roll anything for that. They seem incredibly tense. A 19 doesn't beat what she rolled. And she looks at you. And through the veil, ever so slightly, she just goes, Those eyes are beautiful, but I doubt they're the ones that you were born with. Why don't you take off that veil and let me see your face? Okay, but I'm not going to talk to you alone, weirdo. <laughs> I never said. <laughs> yes. Varys actually like snorts. Your friends can be here. I just had no way of knowing that they were truly trusted without you being here to vouch for them, my dear. Ivy um, steps up bes- beside Ziva because I don't understand why you would trust a girl who kind of looks like somebody you once knew over us. That seems like a very weird sense of... People who look like nothing to me versus someone who looks like someone I used to know? There's a lot of people that look like me. No, Ziva, you're one of a kind... Oh, I don't say that. <laughs> um, this, that that's not what's going on here, right? You knew Kalian. You knew she was doing some fucked up shit. Oh, I, that's why I left. So tell us. Tell us about the fucked up shit. I don't know if I believe that she left. Oh, well, that is a eight on my insight. So Yes, insight. Somebody with good insight, please. Ivy's too busy being um, upset right now. To Confrontational. Roll, to be honest. Natural. There's no way. Fucking 20. Nice. Okay, I'm running out of them. I swear to God. Ziva, you look at her and you believe what she's saying, that she left. Varys, with a natural 20 insight. You see her eyes that flicker for just a moment from being this kind of silvery pale blue. Just for a moment, they look deep brown ever for a second, and then it flickers back to being pale blue. And you feel like part of her was at least telling the truth. He steps closer to to, uh, to the group. He was hanging in the back a little bit. He steps closer to them. As she's looking at you, Ziva... She looks at you and just goes, your mother, that's who she was. She did, as you say, some fucked up shit. How do you know Kaylian was my mother? Well, you you bear quite the striking, striking resemblance to her. Yeah, but that could just be like a genetic coincidence. A genetic thing. Well, if I'm wrong, that's okay. We'll manage. Ivy's like half in front of Ziva at this point. She's been like inching over and like... Um, just to kind of like, I guess, get a sense for Ivy's whole demeanor right now. It's very much like confrontational, bordering on that type of like protective hysteria, I guess, Mm. where it it very much gets one track focus. The only person she's noticing right now is Marowyn in front of her and Ziva behind her. Can Varys try to catch Rhea's eyes? Uh, sure. What are you going to do? He just wants to make eye contact and kind of like suss out how she's feeling about the scenario like can he get is she under Marilyn's influence or can he get her to join he, them? she looks 
if you look over at her, as Merwin is talking, make an insight check one more time. Watch this be the opposite. I was going to say, watch it be in that one. Oh, it's not bad. It's But it's straight. It's 16. You look over at Rhea and you see that she goes from this, this stage. It's kind of challenging to see the difference, but with a 16, you do. You see the difference between her being just really tense because it's really intense, the whole whole thing, and then just profoundly confused. She doesn't fully understand what's happening. She knows that this is a big deal, but she's not quite understanding, and she thought she did. Wait, if Kaylian's my mother, what happened to her? I mean, all I know is that when that meteor hit the mountain, everyone died. So where was I? I heard that you were dropped off down in Orvine, just down the mountain or something. See, I told you guys that they must have found me not on the mountain. Uh, Alara is still standing, like, but probably with like her arm leaned on the bookcase. Where were you when the when the meteor hit? Well, I obviously, obviously, I wasn't here because I'm alive. Um, but obviously. I left. I left the cult after the first incident. And before the meteor hit, and I was kind of just making my way back to back to Kalar throughout that whole time, trying to find myself again. You know, deconstructing. Okay, that's, yeah, really, uh, that's great for you. Um, <laughs> on your eat, pray, love shit. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. No, really, but like, you know. That's great for you. Um, we're a little bit more concerned about our friend Ziva here than your journey to Kalar. Maybe another day we you can- You asked me where I was. I just meant like, why didn't you get hit by the meteor? Not like your life story. I wasn't there. Well, okay. Can we go back to, if they left me in, if, if my mother left me in Orvine, I mean, she can't have been all bad. She was clearly trying to keep me safe. But oh, she wasn't she, terrible. Who did she leave me with? And and why didn't they I can't, keep me? I can't say. I why can't did, say. I don't know. How did the core fort... Did, I mean, she couldn't have... You're asking me questions that I can't answer. I don't know. Well, that's what we came here for. Answers. I don't have them. I'm sorry. Oh, well... She... Then you're not of much use. She's she's been sitting down most of the time. She stands up and she she looks around. She sees she goes over to kind of near where Laura is um, at the bookshelf and she goes, I know I can't be of much use, but I think I do have some things that may be helpful. And she goes over and picks up not one of the books that I mentioned to you before, Laura, but another one that looks a little older, but not not as ancient as the other ones. And um, you see on the spine, it just, it it looks like a tome of Nishadi, where it's got just Nishadi, it, no, there's no title on it. It just has like the image of Nishadi across it with kind of this galactic background. And she takes it out and she brings it back over to Ziva. No, Ivy's going to hold her hand out and go, no, you're not getting any closer. I'm just handing her a book. You can hand it to me. Roll intimidation for me. Is it a nat 20? It's a nat yes. 20. What is it? No <laughs> way. Is that the third one? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. 
or we're gonna die in combat. Oh yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta balance out somewhere. It's gonna balance out with Ivy dropping down to zero hit points. Let's be real. Uh, our healer, no. With the nat 20, she looks at you dead in the eye. She puts the book down, backs up for just a moment, says, I'm just providing you with a little bit of literature. Great, I'm not afraid of books. And she slides the book over and she looks at Yuziva dead in the eye and just goes, I strongly encourage you to look at that first page for me. I mean, I have to be honest, I'm not much of a reader. Do you know where my grandparents are from? I think the book might contain a lot more than I can give you. Can I do an arcana check on the book real quick? Go for it. Um, I would also like Varys, Ziva, and Alara, since Dusty, since uh, Ivy is doing other things, to make a perception check. 14. 12. 11. 17. None of you hear her whisper under her breath. Ziva, I need you to make a wisdom save for me. Ziva. No. My strongest suit. That is an eight. Ziva, a strong force comes over your body as charm person takes hold. <gasps> that bitch. And that is where we're going to leave it tonight. Motherfucker. Wow. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we are so grateful for all of the continued support. Enjoying the podcast? Pull a Ziva and leave a fire five-star review. It's very helpful in getting us to reach more listeners. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And maybe tell a friend and help us get the word out. Don't forget to follow us at Rainbow Dice Club on all social platforms. And if you want to hang out with the cast and meet some really cool people, then grab the link to our Discord in the show notes. And if you still need more, head on over to our Ko-Fi where you can get access to early episodes, character journals, deleted scenes, and more. Special thanks to Josh at Tabletop Journeys Podcast for being our first ever Green Fiend tier subscriber on our Ko-Fi. We want to give a shout out to SG for the theme music and special thanks to our Ko-Fi supporters. We couldn't do it without all the community support we receive. April is International Autism Awareness Month, and in the spirit of it, the charity this month that we love to support and promote is ASIN, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. If you would like to reach out and support, we recommend you go to www.autisticadvocacy.org, or we will provide the link in the description below. All right, friends. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. And just remember that wherever you are in your journey, you are valid, you are accepted, and you are welcome at our table. Bye. 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 Hey friends, Sapria here. Each month we'll be featuring a creator in the TTRPG space whose content we think you'd enjoy. So if you're a fellow podcaster, an artist, or a TTRPG content creator of any sort, and you'd like to be featured, please reach out to us at Rainbow Dice Club on any of our socials to inquire. For the month of April, we're excited to spotlight our friends at Game Master Monday. Our story begins on a ship. A sinking ship. I, I've been in a lot of close, close scenarios where I, I could have died. <laughs> Honestly, if I don't stop this, I'm probably gonna die. The gnome is named Fernella Baron Badger. She stands three feet tall, is the age of 42, and is just fucking tired of renting. I don't like how this has been turned on me, Dad. I've been turned lied to. You. Yeah, I've been lied to my entire life. 
For 30 years you've been telling me one thing, and now all of a sudden, out of the blue, I'm not supposed to believe what we believed my entire life? Come adventurers, come to be healed. The quest can finally end. Game Master Monday proudly presents Defeating the Dungeon, a four-part Dungeons & Dragons miniseries. Join us every Monday this April.